baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome to another segment. I'm Penny Wolfgang in for Buddy Shula today. And we're talking to the famous chef and restaurateur, Ralph Gluzzi, who is the owner and chef at Raphael's. Hi, how are you, Ralph? I'm very good. Okay. Very good. Ralph, how are you? tell us about the uh, Raphael's restaurant. How long has it been around? Well, I started the restaurant in Boston on, on Boston State Road uh, in 2014. It was a dream I had for many, many years, and it uh, finally came to uh, uh, a real, uh, reality in, in 2014. And then uh, we were there for about five years, and we moved our location to um, 4572 Clark Street and McKinley in Hamburg, right behind the fairgrounds. And it's been a very, it was a very good move for us. Tell me about the food. Tell me, you know, about what makes it uh, different from. Uh, any other Italian restaurant? Well, you know, what I can tell you is this. This weekend, they have the Italian Fest. The real Italian Fest is right here at Raphael's because everything we do right here is authentic, real Italian recipes. Everything that I do, I learned from my mother. As far as I'm concerned, she was the best cook in the world. My mother was from Sicily, Guillermo, and my father was from Naples, Italy. So because the, uh, the foods were so different between the two areas in, in Italy, my mother had to combine her cooking, and she came up with so many different recipes to please my father's taste and to please her taste. I have all those recipes, and I've had them for 50 years, and I've been cooking for 50 years. I remember rolling meatballs when I was four years old. <laughs> and So, yes, we, you know, we do everything uh, according to real traditional Italian food. I don't serve anything that was frozen, uh, pre-made at other, you know, other stores like most of the uh, franchise restaurants do. I cook it to order. So if you came into my restaurant tonight, sat down and ordered whatever I have on the menu, I'm going to cook that for you tonight, and you're going to eat it fresh, and it's going to be authentic Italian food. What are some of the specialties of the house? Well, my, one of my specialties is my lasagna, and it's because it's, it's so big, it's so good and so big that most, most of the time they take home more food from my restaurant than they get at other restaurants. Uh, the, the large lasagna, they, they could probably eat for three days. Oh, my gosh. Now, yeah, it's a, it's a very large piece of lasagna. It's like a, like a signature dish, dish that we have. And you know what? Also, yeah. I, you know why that's... I also have... It, I'm sorry. That's important because, um, especially for seniors, it's so it's so great to go to a restaurant like an order lasagna and know that you have something to take home and uh, you don't have to cook for like a day or so after that. It's really, it's really important. I was going to mention that. I have a lot of seniors that come to the restaurant, and they come because they can take food home. Now, I'm not the cheapest Italian restaurant, and I, and I, I, you know, I don't claim to be. 
My prices are comparable to just about any other restaurant that you go to. I'm not high-priced, but I'm not low-priced either. But what you get, you really get what you pay for and more. And you do go home with a lot of leftovers. And they're good for another two or three days. And the seniors comment on that all the time, that they have so much food. Sometimes I, I wonder, maybe I'm feeding them too much. Too good. <laughs> I doubt <laughs> Maybe they'd be back. They'd be back more than just once a week or once, you know, once every two weeks. <laughs> um, I know you have a certain kind of, I mean, everyone obviously expects spaghetti, but you have Sicilian spaghetti. What is, how is that different? Well, you know, the Sicilian spaghetti, that's a funny, that's a funny story. We came home one day, my wife and I, and she didn't feel like cooking and there wasn't much in the house. So I just threw something together, some spaghetti with uh, some sautéed onions and garlic and olive oil and some Parmesan and threw little tomatoes in there. And we sat down and we ate, and she said to me, did you write this recipe down? I said, no, I didn't, but I got it right here in my head. Mm-hmm. I'll write it down right now. And I named it Sicilian Spaghetti. <laughs> so that was something I created. It wasn't a recipe that, you know, was handed down. But it's a, it's a really big seller here. Everybody that has it loves it. It comes with chicken, or they can get it with shrimp. And it's really delicious. And I know you're going to talk about this a little bit, and people are going to say, I love tripe, and I can't get tripe anywhere except at Raphael's, right? It's hard to find. Well, you know, there there are some restaurants that serve tripe. Um, the only problem with that is you'd like to eat it that night, finish chewing it that night. Right. <laughs> 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 My tripe is, is so tender. It's so delicious. I spend three days making my tripe, the process that I go through to make it as good as it is. And, yes, they love it. People do love it. Now, not only are you the chef and the owner, but you've been some other businesses before this, which uh, I don't know how you came to settle down in the restaurant business, but uh, what are some of the things you did before? Well, I was in uh, the collision business and the auto glass business and the plate glass business, and I used to run uh, and own Lancaster Speedway. Uh, So I did many things uh, over many years since 1986 when I opened up my first business, downtown Buffalo. And, you know, they were all good businesses, but I always say that those type of businesses, when you have a car accident or break a windshield, you're angry when you come to me. And I may make you yes, happy yes, afterwards. Yes. <laughs> but when you, when you come to my restaurant, you're happy when you get here, and you're happy when you leave. It's a whole different business, and I love being with people. I love to, to work with people. I come out and see all my customers. I don't miss a table. So if I'm serving one, I'll come out and make sure that, that everything that I serve them is according to what they expect. The personal touch is so important when you go going to a restaurant like Raphael's. It makes you feel like almost like you're eating at home with family. And it, it's a very cozy, quiet restaurant, and it does make you feel like you're you're at Mama's house. You know, like uh, every Sunday we used to go to Mama's house for dinner. You have that that feeling, and and all my customers they become my friends. And, I'm, you know, it makes me feel so good when I can go to their table and they tell me that the food was amazing, best they've ever had, 
uh, and, and the service was so good, and it, you make me feel like we're, we're at home, and that makes me feel, feel really good. It's a, it's a different business, like I said, than the other businesses that I was in. Right. And I'm really enjoying myself. <laughs> and not only that, are we going to tell everyone what a great singer you are and that you wrote uh, and produced and sung the jingle? Yes, I, I wrote the jingle, and I sent the uh, words to one of my old guitar players from the band that I used to be in years ago, and he put the music to it, and I sang the jingle, and uh, I did the the ad myself. And, and people noticed that, that it's me. I mean, I didn't do it for any other reason other than I just wanted it to be special. Don't settle for less. When you can have the best Don't settle for less Come to Raphael's For Italian food Why settle for less Come to Raphael's And you can have the best it's so great, you know, because it, it you can just associate all these happy things, food and singing and music, uh, it all comes together at Raphael's, right? It's like a whole experience. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you have to come out. Um, yeah, you got you got me at hello, as they say, as soon as you started talking about uh, where you are, and that's another thing I just want to review again with everybody. Where are where is Clark Street and what's the number and what about reservations? If you have a party of six or more, we would like you to call for reservations, but you don't have to. We're open Wednesday through Saturday at four o'clock till nine, and we do private parties on Sundays if we know ahead of time. Uh, we can do up to sixty-five people. And are, are you going to tell us the, the number so that everyone can write it down? The number here is 716, of course, 202-1075. We're at 4572 Clark Street on the corner of McKinley, right behind the fairgrounds. You can't miss it. Uh, I do serve all of Romeo and Juliet's pastries. I don't make pastries. I, I, I buy them from Romeo and Juliet's, and they're the best. Yes, they are. And we have we have a lot of different Italian wines, uh, California wines, and we do wine pairings twice a year. And you need reservations for that, I'm sure. Yes, the wine pairings are all uh, reservation only and prepaid. And uh, we usually do uh, about 45 people, 40, 45 to 52 maximum, 52 maximum. So, so that we can have, uh, you can have all of our attention for the wine pairing. And we usually pair between six and seven different Italian wines. Now, this is probably going to be a really busy time for you coming up with the fair and with, you know, all the traffic and people going around the fairgrounds. Well, actually, Judge, the fair time is slow for us. Uh, We close the second week of the fair. We're open during the the first week of fair we close the second week because it really does slow down and i expect that because it's you know people are not going to italian restaurants they're going to the fair to eat sausage and peppers and onions and and deep fried oreos 
Oh, so I extract that. Not homemade. A little tired. Not your homemade Italian food. Not your homemade Italian food. But other, and as you mentioned, <laughs> and as you mentioned this weekend, everyone's in the mood for Italian food from uh, the Italian festival. They, so they should come right over if they want homemade, really good, really homemade by the chef and owner to Raphael's, right? Yes, and I really would appreciate if they did that. Try our restaurants as the, the Italian fest, part, part of the Italian fest. Even though I'm not downtown, I'm here in Hamburg. Take a trip out, try our restaurant, see what you think. Okay, well, thank you so much. It's been great talking to you, and yes, I will come. Yes, I will be there. I hope so. Yes, I, I hope will. so. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, and it, the same here, and thank you thank for you joining so us. Bye now. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.